Too much of a good thing can be bad. If you are a busy woman and you often feel stressed and overwhelmed and you've gained weight suddenly or you find it hard to lose weight, the culprit could be cortisol. Even without weight gain, too much cortisol can have severe consequences to your health. So stay tuned for today's episode where we dig into what cortisol is, the issues, and the simple, very simple steps you can take to get unstressed. Welcome to the Women Rock in Midlife podcast, soulful wellness to elevate your second act. You deserve to deeply love every moment of your life, living your best life with pure joy, optimal health and abundance, with the energy, time, and inner peace to savor experiences with your loved ones and with yourself. Hi, I'm Jen Kunkel. Join me on this soulful journey to complete wellness in midlife and beyond. I hear women of all ages, all the time, talking about how they are so busy, 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 overwhelmed, overworked, stressed out, thinking about finances, money, all the stuff they have on their endless to-do list, whatever the case may be. They're feeling constantly stressed and overwhelmed. Here's the deal. You do need cortisol in your body. It's what helps us with a stressful situation in the short term. It's that fight or flight hormone that kicks in and gives you a boost of energy to deal with a situation in the short term. The problem becomes when your cortisol levels are elevated for long periods of time or even all the time. If you have constant stressors coming at you all the time, you constantly feel overwhelmed and your cortisol levels are elevated all the time, it is going to negatively affect your well-being. Here's the first thing you might think is, okay, if cortisol is affecting my body so badly, why do we even have it? What's the deal? You do need it, right? It is necessary for proper functioning of your body. It's for your immune system function. It aids in digestion. It helps you regulate sleep cycles. It helps reduce inflammation. It helps you increase your blood sugar when you need it. It manages how your body uses carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, the macronutrients, right? It also helps you control blood pressure. The problem comes in when you have too much especially for too long over periods of time. Like I said, you have this constant stress, constant overwhelm. You're constantly being bombarded with life, right? If you react to those things in a way that elevates your cortisol level, you know, you get that stressful feeling, then what happens is it starts to kind of have a reverse effect. can impair your immune system. It can cause digestive problems. You can start to experience chronic fatigue where you're just tired all the time. You can even experience depression and as we well know, weight gain. 
So how do you know when you have high cortisol? Well, you probably know when you're stressed out all the time. You probably know if you're living a lifestyle that makes you feel overwhelmed, overworked, and you constantly feel the pressure, right? Here are some other things that you may experience and that may or may not be the result of stress and high cortisol. A racing heartbeat, shaking, sweating, lightheadedness, difficulty concentrating. Now, of course, read my disclaimer, get medical attention if that's a possibility, you know, if a medical issue is a possibility. And even stress is considered a medical issue, all right? So what do we do about this? Well, I'm a big fan of natural methods. So my suggestion is to use natural methods to reduce stress. One of the very first things I did when I started working in this arena, when I started coaching people and helping people in the personal development realm, was I put on stress management seminars. And what I was teaching was relaxation methods, meditations. I was helping people understand stress, what it's about, what happens, what triggers it, what's going on inside your body biologically. One person that came to my very first seminar was frustrated because he was expecting me to show him ways to eliminate stressors out in the world, outside of himself. And that's not what this is about because you don't have control over other people. You do not have control over nature or how many people, you know, say you work in a restaurant, you don't have control over how many people come into the restaurant at one time. You don't have control necessarily over how fast things come in, whatever your work is, you know, how your workflow goes. If you're like my boyfriend's in construction and he doesn't have control over the other trades that are working, that are how fast or slow they're going, how he doesn't have control over materials that come in. You know, you're not going to have control over every little thing in your life. You don't have control over traffic. You're not going to be able to control that. So stress reduction is not the same as stress or reduction, like the stressors, the things that are happening that you're reacting to. So that's a big difference, right? Things happen in life and maybe your knee-jerk reaction is a stressful reaction because that's what you're used to doing. That's what your body naturally does. So stress reduction and cortisol reduction comes into play by learning and teaching yourself to respond to these things that happen in life differently, okay? Because that's what you have control over. You don't have control over the trigger. You have control over, or the event. You don't have control over the event or whatever happens. You have control over your reaction or your response to it. So I prefer to say response because reaction sounds like a triggering thing like it's it's going to result in you feeling stress now this isn't going to happen overnight necessarily 
it could if you really, really focused. And you'll have times where your natural reaction kicks in anyway. Here are some techniques that you can use that will help you improve the way you react to the things that are going on outside of you. You can do relaxation techniques, meditation, deep breathing, yoga, massage. Now, all of these suggestions have scientific backing that shows that they either do or may reduce your cortisol levels, which is your stress reaction, okay? So meditation, deep breathing, yoga, massage, do these things on a regular basis, and this is going to help you be less reactive when things happen. Some people have this feeling that if you're not running around like a chicken with your head cut off, constantly, you know, busy, 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 fast, 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 stressed, 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 that you're not being productive. The thing is, though, you can handle the same situation just as effectively in a calm manner, maybe even more effectively. So catch yourself if you find yourself feeling like, oh, I'm not being productive if I'm not feeling this certain way, which is actually a stressed, overwhelmed way. So that's one thing that you can do. Schedule it. Schedule in your calendar. I actually have a meditation podcast as well. It's called Wild Savvy Meditations. You can look that up. You can look up any meditations. There's all kinds of meditations out there that you can do, or you can just simply learn to do some deep breathing on your own. I actually have a square breathing meditation on that Wild Savvy Meditations podcast that is real simple and you can do it anytime. So go check that out if you want to. So the second thing that you can do is improve your diet. This is going to help you with your cortisol levels. So when you are eating like a diet in high sugar, high fat, even processed foods, that's going to trigger your brain to crave more sugar and fat. You want comfort foods, okay? So you need to break this cycle. Don't rely on foods to de-stress because it's actually perpetuating the cycle. I know you have a stressful day and you're like, you know what? I just want to eat a big calf gallon or whatever it is now of ice cream. Well, avoid that, okay? Avoid doing that. Avoid fast food. Avoid processed junk food like candy, chips, cookies. Avoid soda and even avoid fruit juice. That's going to help you lower your cortisol levels. You can also reduce alcohol and caffeine and switch to more high quality foods like whole grains, veggies, salmon, and legumes, you know, beans, um, nuts, things like that. High quality fresh foods. You almost aren't going to go wrong with any high quality fresh food, greens, spinach, veggies, whatever. I know you're like, okay, so I'm already overwhelmed and stressed and now I have to cook fresh foods too. There are ways to do it. I This past weekend, I was actually watching all these videos on YouTube from this guy. He does 15-minute healthy meals. 15 minutes, like for real. 
They were legit 15 minute meals. So maybe not the first time you make it. So give yourself a break on that too. Find some fresh, healthy foods, learn how to season them and make them taste good because they can taste good, I promise. You know, maybe learn one new recipe a week or something and start integrating that into your life. And as you do that, you can make it faster and faster. So my mom has this recipe that I make for her and I, and it's so simple. It's just salmon with jarred pesto sauce and then cherry tomatoes and like asparagus or broccoli or whatever you want to have on the side little lemon juice salt pepper and maybe some garlic if you want and it it's done so fast it's got to be 15 minutes maybe even less it's really fast it's really tasty and that's one of our regulars that um, we like to have together so there are options you just need to get creative and or get support, you know, from somebody who can help you come up with simple recipes that don't take long, maybe even faster than waiting at the drive-thru. All right, another thing to do is to sleep, right? (laughs) You're probably like, oh yeah, I'd love to sleep, right? Yeah, sleep at least seven hours quality sleep. And if you struggle with that, again, get support with how to improve your sleep, I'm sure we will have a future podcast on that. So another thing that I found in my research on how to lower cortisol is probably something that not everyone is going to want to do. But studies have shown that caring for a pet can reduce your cortisol levels. There's a study. Now, if you have a pet already... Maybe this is good news and you can start to shift your thinking like, oh man, I have to feed the dog, I have to take the dog for a walk. Instead, think, hey, this is my opportunity to lower my cortisol and lower my stress levels and support me in being less triggered when things happen in life, okay? So just kind of shift your thinking. So there was a study done that found that just 10 minutes spent petting a dog or cat can significantly decrease cortisol levels. So give your furries some loving and it'll lower your stress. There was another study that was done with children, 7 to 12 years old, who had pet their pet with them while being exposed to a stressor. And that showed lower cortisol response from that stressor simply by having their pet with them. So that's pretty awesome and pretty cool. And then the final thing that we're going to talk about is do things that make you happy and set up your environment to support you in feeling that stress less, okay? Now, if you can eliminate some stressors, that's great. So I have this thing called environments in the programs that I do, where you have your physical environment, your social environment, your mental environment, your emotional environment, and discovery environments where you learn new things. Set up your social environment, like your social support system, with like the people that you're around the most, with people who you can trust and talk things through with that kind of help you become more calm, that help you 
get a perspective that is less stressful when you're dealing with your life, okay? You can also spend some t- dedicated time developing con- conflict management skills so that you can learn how to gracefully navigate situations that would otherwise stress you out. You know, there's a conflict at work. Somebody's creating some kind of drama or something or they're just upset with you for something or maybe you need to set boundaries where you aren't able to take on more work and that would normally be feel like a conflict or a confrontational situation and you can learn how to manage those kinds of things better as you consciously cultivate those kind of skills right so that helps you avoid feeling stressed and build better relationships build stronger boundaries that's something that would take some time. Just focus on one thing at a time, right? And then here's something super simple that will help you, you know, create your happier environment is to laugh. Spend some of your time, you know, watching something funny if you need to kind of decompress. You know, I like to watch stand-up comedy, actually. Um, you know, some people like to just watch funny reels of babies or pets or animals, things like that. Time yourself if you're doing something like that, though, so that you don't end up getting sucked into the social media vortex and wasting a lot of time, and then you end up coming out more stressed. And then spend time in nature on a regular basis. If you can, build it into your schedule. Go for a walk outside at lunchtime or in the morning or in the evening after dinner, maybe. You know, it's nice, you know, go for a walk after dinner with your family bicycle ride, whatever. Go hiking on the weekends. Do something outside. Even if you just put it on your schedule to go stand outside and do nothing for 10 minutes, you're attaching to nature, ground yourself, stand in some dirt barefoot. You know, that's great too. Download the companion download and put down five specific actions that you will take now to decrease your stress, your cortisol, and schedule at least one of those in your calendar. All right, do it. Not joking. All right, have a great week and I will see you next week. Much love. Let's rock this midlife thing.